0: little place, a little place called Aspen. This is the gondola cast with Andrew Wicks. So
1: we're
2: here on February 10th. A creamy six inches have fallen on on Aspen. And I'm um, here with columnists for the Aspen Daily News. Yes. Low Sample. Yes, sir. Today, are you introducing yourself as Low or Lorenzo? I
0: think we'll go with Low. Let's go with Low today. <laughs> low for short. Low for short. Yeah.
2: And uh, we got Roger Marolt of the Aspen Times.
1: Yes, sir. And uh, Snowmass Sun as well.
2: And the so Snowmass Sun can't forget yeah, the, right. the glorious sun. The
1: hometown out there.
2: And we also have. Hi guys. My name is Darko. Darko. Yes, sir. Nice. Hardcore. How you know, I'm Zach. Zach. Darko I'll buy you a beer if I can get you to turn the turn the tunes off for this one. Yes, sir. I love Sorry, you. You're good. No, <laughs> <laughs> you get No, you didn't know what was happening, so
1: hey,
2: no worries. So we do have these two gentlemen here, both Aspen High School graduates,
0: correct? Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. Um I graduated in '86 and I was at uh, barely graduated. Uh I got kicked out of boarding school just before that and and basically came back to Aspen High to finish my career and had it not been for coach D letting me do makeup weight classes on literally the last day of school I would not have graduated.
2: That's the beauty of going to a small school like Aspen right?
0: You've never seen a guy do so many pull-ups on the last (laughs) day of school. And now how many can you? About, I can crank out about 10. Really? Yeah, no. That's 10, 10 yeah. in a row. I can crank out 10. That's good. Yeah, that's good. that's good. From about 7 to 10 is not pretty, but I can do Kipping it. Kipping it a little
2: bit. Yeah. I so. bet this guy could too. you you seen his biceps? Yeah, no,
0: Roger Marolt like reminds me of like a, uh, like a, a Navy SEAL. Yeah. Yeah. Just a way lower functioning one, but still. Low a body fat, yeah. a bunch of muscle. Yeah, genetics. I used to see Roger's dad ski Ajax Um, uh, corkscrew, and he had this really distinct double pull pan technique, Mm -hmm. Uh, legs tight together, just, I mean, immaculate form, and you could see him from literally a mile away. You'd be like, oh yeah, there's Roger's dad. There's Max.
2: Is that true that there's a peak in Alaska named after your dad? Yeah. Does that still exist?
1: Yeah, it's called uh, Max's Mountain, and it's uh, right, uh, I think, to the south east of L A and uh, the story was he was up there ski racing and uh, he was in a bar one night and some of the locals were saying nobody could ski that peak, it's just too steep, it's too dangerous, nobody could do it. He said, look, I could ski it, I can't get to the top of it, but if you get me to the top of it, I'll ski it. So, so, so how'd they get him up there? They took him up on a helicopter, and they couldn't land the helicopter on the top of the peak, so he jumped out, I don't know how high it was, but he said he landed pretty hard, and both skis he had his skis on when he landed and both skis bent so yeah so, so then he had to ski this thing on uh bent skis but well no so that's the first a, that's reverse like, camera yeah i know that i was going to yeah, say yeah, he's, he's, he like just inadvertently time. invented reverse camera yeah, skis yeah that's exactly and, what he and, said was hey wow this is great
0: yeah yeah and did a big uh big mountain ma- probably got back to the bar and no one believed him it was like yeah oh the guy now yeah, skiing yeah. on bent skis <laughs> that'll never yeah but and yeah. then yeah, interesting.
1: So he, he so so he became kind of a legend, and they named the mountain after him. Mean, it's I've I've got a picture of it. A friend sent it down from there. Oh, you have and a picture I, of it? Yeah, I've never been there. I want to go there, and, and I guess you can hike up it now and ski. And, I think you and have to. If, yeah, things are different now. Yeah, so I definitely want to do that.
2: And what what year did you graduate after high uh, school?
1: 1980.
2: 1980.
1: Yes. Yeah. Not, uh, uneventfully, I just graduated. Yep. <laughs> I 100... didn't get kicked out or anything. And was sort of friends with Coach D, but, yeah.
2: So, and where'd you go after that?
1: Uh, I went to the University of San Diego to play baseball. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was my passion growing up, playing baseball. So how
2: did the two of you, what brought you back to Aspen for good?
1: Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to get out of your system. It's a, I just love this place, and I love skiing, and uh, I worked in Denver for a while. I went back to grad school in Boulder, and everything. I, I'm a, I'm an accountant now. That's how I make my living. I make my enemies as a columnist, but I make my living as a <laughs> CPA. So uh, I just sort of geared everything to try to come back here and find a way to make a living and uh, live here and enjoy it. And so far, so good. Nice. Yeah, I think
0: what you said. That's that's right on. It's hard to leave. It's Did a hard place to leave. To leave. Yeah. And that's really simplifies it. I think. Uh, you know, for me, all, all my family split, and I it was like, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, I've traveled the world. I um, went to a small stint of college, um, and then I went out uh, on the road as a roadie for the uh, two rock bands, Def Leppard, and then Poison. Okay. So I went basically from, you know, Aspen bands. High, awesome. two hair bands in the, in the kind of heyday of arena rock, pre-internet, debauchery. And the good thing was, growing up here, it actually, in retrospect, position me really well for those jobs because I knew how to party. <laughs> I knew how to party real hard and then function in work the so next you could day. you keep up with the pros. Which is, and I mean, the pros, we're talking like the varsity team. <laughs> and so I was um, positioned pretty well, but I always kept coming back uh, to to Aspen. And Aspen's always been my base camp. I raised uh, um, a son here and I graduated from Aspen High and then another kid. Is graduating from Aspen High next year, uh, God willing, and um, and I own two businesses in town. I have a lawn care business in the summer, so it's manual labor. Uh, you know, listening to headphones, listening to music while you work, and then I have a business called Suit Yourself in the winter, where I rent ski wear. Oh, right no, now, Suit so Yourself was yours. Yeah, the, right now I'm featuring uh, Klaus Sobermeyer's. A uh, fusion fusion line, which is their kind of um you look
1: nice. yeah, thank G. you, thank you. It, yeah, thank you. The, the, the I, so, so
0: I did that. Uh, I did that I started that business uh, twenty three years ago and um, that is very labor intensive in terms of delivery, pickup, uh, customer service, uh, nuancing situation, the nuances of of the different demographics of the visitors that come here. and so um. I am basically a basket case all winter for, just because oh, of my sure. business, from delivery, pickup, phone call. I mean like when I don't have my cell phone, I like hear phantom phone calls ringing. You yeah. know, I'm like that psychotic about my business. I morning.
2: thought in your Gay Ski Week column when you said you showed up to people's hotel rooms and asked them to get undressed, <laughs> that you were a, a masseuse on the yeah, side. yeah.
0: No, it sounds very, very suspect. When you go into someone's room and tell them to take their pants off and then ask them for their credit card, people are like, "What do you do exactly?" <laughs>
2: You're not the Chinese food delivery. <laughs> no. Hey, I, yeah, just taking two steps back though.
1: Didn't you, in your in your roadie work, like get to play a few chords while they were doing the sound checks and stuff? I and, did. And, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. The yeah. blown. Yeah. 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 Sound one of them. Going
0: one day we were in an arena somewhere in the south, and the uh, sound man for Poison said, "Hey." um... I need you to pick up Brett's guitar and and play it. The song at the time that was number one was Every Rose Has Its Thorn. And and my job was to tune his 12-string, which was this ovation 12-string with a blue uh, kind of an airbrushed rose painted on it. And I would tune it and then strap it on and stand on the stage. And to play, you know, it's just basically like a a G to C progression. Pretty basic song, but good song nonetheless. And... uh, and it's, it's a power ballad. Water and brush. I got to stand on stage and play that through the house PA, you know, while there's kind of like security guards walking around and other roadies. But, awesome. uh, so you
2: got to live the rock star dream a little bit.
0: Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Between uh, traveling with Def Leppard and um, starting in, uh, a, wor- a world tour in America that actually was in jeopardy of getting canceled <coughs> because the album wasn't getting any traction. Mm-hmm. Then they re- started releasing videos on MTV, and the tour went ballistic. I mean, you, it was sold out instantly everywhere. There was an MTV pre-internet. So, you didn't know, as a, as a concert goer, what you were about to see, what you were about to hear until you walked in. So these kids were walking in and freaking out. The stage is in the center and the, the lasers and smoke and, you know, I mean, just women everywhere. It was raining underwear on the stage. Just insane. How terrible. No, it was really uh, stressful, actually got To
2: clean up all the bras,
0: no, no, it was, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So, how long have each
2: of you had a column in the local papers?
1: Oh my gosh, I think I'm going on 18 years. 18, it's 18 years, incredible,
0: incredible yeah. run!
1: It's it's yeah, when I think about it, I can't believe it. And uh,
0: have you written both columns for 18 yeah, years?
1: Well, uh, what so so started first? Aspen Times, Snowmass Sun. I've only been doing about 16 years, but. I've written Only thousands of columns so if people ask me what did you write last week I like what you wrote can't last week I can't even remember I can't remember what it was and I think your I think
0: your column in The Snowmass Sun is actually better because you ha- you're you approaching it with this attitude like it's not Aspen no one's really going to read it you know what I mean honestly you have to have a thing like, like to me the Aspen column is your like bigger stage. Well,
1: the, the, the nickname for my column in the sun is the place where the sun doesn't <laughs> so, yeah, It doesn't have huge readership so I can experiment a little bit more there unless yeah. uh, con- conscious of who's reading it because there's no one yeah. it. So. And as a result
0: I think you've gotten in some big trouble. Uh, a couple of the ones you have but in that writing things in that. Yeah, I, I think you. the one you wrote about the Private club thing up at the Westin or something like that. Or yeah.
1: yeah, that was one. Snowboarding always gets you know people riled up. Well, Did you had...
2: snowboarders know this guy actually hates snowboarders? No, yeah, I don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was. Have you insane. ever gotten
2: more? Have you ever gotten more hate mail and more comments than your comedic uh, column on snowboarding?
1: No, that was unbelievable. I mean, my kids were off at college, and. They were going to school in Texas, and kids there on those Texas campuses were coming up to them and saying, did you see what your dad wrote? Did you see what people were saying about him? Yeah, no, I thought That felt, was crazy. I was I like, bad, my, bad for you. My <laughs> inbox, I was just sitting there hitting the delete button. It was poison, and it was, it was just... Relentless. Crazy. yeah. yeah. It, it, relentless. The and columns and the
2: Facebook, I mean, everything went nuts. Yeah. Went,
1: that one went viral, and I, the only other experience I've ever had like that was when I first started writing. I wrote a column about witches, and that went crazy. Really? <laughs> that was as bad as the snowboarder one. Yeah, was oh. I was mean, getting curses and hexes and threats. Uh, I mean, no,
2: yeah, that's scary. The witches came out of the woodworks. And
1: <laughs> yeah, they <yes.
2: laughs> And started yeah. doing some voodoo doll stuff towards you. Yeah, huh?
0: that's...
2: Yeah. What, so. What's your favorite column you've ever read by Mr. Merle and your least favorite?
0: Um, gosh, my favorite one... Oh, man, I, that's a tough question. I, I, I don't even know what... I don't really have a, a favorite one or a <laughs> least favorite one. Just honestly, I'll get back with you on that. Let me think about it. we got a
2: whole run to think about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let me think about that. But I am... I read Roger's stuff... Uh, it's the first thing I do when I wake up on Friday morning as I open the paper and if it's not on the the Aspen Times is kind of wonky with this with are publishing his column online so what I'll yeah, have, you have to, to do go often, find it now what I'll have to do sometimes <laughs> is is I'll go to the e-edition and then enlarge it on my as I'm sitting there in bed with my reading glasses on and uh, and I kind of the, the interesting thing is already when I read his column I've already written mine so you know, you're always wondering, like, is is, is he going to be writing the same thing? Or Have is, we ever
1: done that?
0: I think we have, but it was always, it was like so radically different. We Generally have, we, we speaking... We have
1: different views on it. I mean, different angles we're looking at things. So but I, it,
0: pretty similar, though. Yeah. Big, big arc, yeah. the bigger arc, we're like yeah, more common than we're not, definitely. Yeah, i say that's true.
2: Well, let's, let's take a lap if you guys are keen. Maybe get one more Heck in. Yeah. Let's yeah.
0: not neglect
2: our two guys in here. Darko, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Serbia serbia yeah all right and was it john zach jack for Fort lauderdale florida, florida. are you, you guys know each other or you just gonna go like no, okay on. well welcome to aspen thank you hope you enjoy thanks for tuning the tunes off yeah, so we could get this chat in yeah it was, it was interesting this is my uh, i want just to uh i know mr Obermeier and uh i'm the general manager of the winners restaurant down in uh in the oh, south. Yeah, so guys, please come over whenever you can. Yeah, Look for me. i I'm, I'm running that place, so uh, I know Mr. Obermeyer. He was a couple of times for a dinner in my restaurant.
1: So this is my second season here. So we gotta wow, killer! The tube yeah. connection in the gondola. That's I like it. I don't it. A, guys, I like it. D- don't forget, Andrew owes you a beer. I did yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, I, own
2: you. I <laughs> <to go> on. <laughs> I'll, I'll come down to the Venus tube and we'll have a Vorsteiner. Ah, uh, that's it. I, I recommend the Danko. The voice on Vorstander Dunkel. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. But I have one uh, special beer for you. OK. You're going to love it. Everybody I know I'm going to love you. it. You cannot find it on the mountain. All right. I'm coming so in. I what, is that, uh, what is it? Uh, it's a secret. Come a a over secret. there and I'm going to tell me you. Me. Secret <laughs> beer. The witch's oh, I like brew. Better. I like it. The witch's yeah. brew. Right. We're here with uh, Roger Merol and Low Sample. We're turning on Ajax, six inches of powder. Sweet. Where are we going? I, I don't know. I mean, if it
1: was just me alone, I'd go over to Christmas tree and cut over the ridge.
0: Yeah, so let's do that. I was going to so say no, Walsh's no, no, no. to Jack, Walsh's jackpot or face to six to silver queen. All right, here and we go. Okay. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, oh, well, it's pretty, pretty nice. nice it's really nice.
2: It's a good looking coat. So on gondola two with Roger Marol and Lo Sample. Also joining us is Greg the Sommelier. At Jimmy's restaurant.
0: Yes. Oh, sweet. Uh-huh. Hey, hey that beautiful
2: day. <laughs> little uh, skiing before going into work. Uh, I'm actually off today, so you know, a little bit, a little bit of skiing, a little bit of uh, you know, getting things done, and just kind of relaxing, cruising into the season. Do you read the papers? Yeah, yeah. So. Do you frequent more Lorenzo Semple column or Roger Morel column? He's like, no, oh. oh. <laughs> like, oh. oh. I've never, <laughs> he's never heard of either <laughs> of those guys. <laughs> so, do they write for <laughs> <local> <laughs> Yeah, yeah of no, them? Oh, at the beginning of the gondola, <laughs> oh, man, we got to do the opinion pieces at, near the top, so we can do a quick do a quick escape. Right. Well, that run was ripping. You guys I, I, are. I can't
1: talk until we get to the top of Bell. I've got to catch my breath.
2: <laughs> All right, keep breathing. (laughs) Well, you took three weeks off just to focus on business, take care of some health. Yeah, focus
0: business, usual docudramas of winter, and and then now I'm back at it. This is like uh, uh, Thanksgiving again for me, and I've been paying close attention to the base depths at Aspen Mountain versus Highlands. We've always known for years Highlands gets more snow, but something fascinating happened yesterday. Ajax, for the first time in... uh, literally 20 years surpassed Aspen Highlands in the base depth. It's at 54 to Highlands 53 right now. Really? Yeah. Really? It's been a, it's been at least a foot more of snow over at Highlands Report. Which, which Because does... when we were growing up, we always thought like, oh, Highlands is is inflating their snow report. But then when the Ski Co took it over, the the uh, the veil came off and it was actually like, wow, it's real. No, it's like the Houston Astros cheating thing. It just—they just, just continued to cheat. <laughs> <It> could, <yeah. laughs> but, the real, yeah. but the real point is, what difference does it make? No, you only ski on the top inch. That's right. Yeah. And in your case, carving, you're gonna get like inch and inch a half. half. Yeah, inch and a half. Yeah. Where do they, where do they record those? Like nobody, the base. Nobody desk. knows. Yeah, it's like a, secret it's like location. A
1: secret, secret thing. Shovel a little
2: extra snow on. Yeah, exactly. I always, I always <laughs> feel <laughs> that they change the amounts. Based on where they know the crowds are going to be, I think so too. and where they want to shovel like the locals over well, to. If they know Aspen's going to be a big weekend, then they'll say Highlands had two more yeah. inches and shove the yeah, locals no, we over Highlands. S-
0: we we are so uh, gullible to the snow report. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I Sometimes, rarely look at the snow report or go, I don't make a decision or look where at, I'm going to ski based on what the snow Look at the means.
2: snow report and then go to the place that reported a little bit yeah. less.
0: Hey, yeah. speaking of crowds, did you see those pictures about...
2: In Vail? In Vail? Yeah. Oh my gosh! That
0: was actually sobering. It can't even That be was real.
1: sobering.
2: <laughs> but when you can't get things open, yeah. that makes sense. We were in Telluride last year and it was during that four or five foot snowstorm. Yeah. And nothing up top was open. Nothing. nothing. And nothing. so we were just at the bottom waiting in these hour-long lift lines. And the lift was
0: probably delayed to boot. Yeah. No, yeah. No, no. Snow days, are it takes a lot of that was to, to manage though. the mountain yeah. on a big day. You're wearing the Isvera hoodie. Yeah. This is um, this is one of the uh one of the first Isvera ones. And this to me is incredible because if you look at it, people say, "Oh, 10th Mountain Division." It's like if you look at it, it's actually not. 10th Mountain Division. It's 10 Mountain Division, <laughs> which is so bootleg and such the the balls that these guys had to rip off a wing of the naval of the armed forces for merchandising, I mean is really incredible.
2: So shout out to Steve and Mike Shear for the Isvera 10 Mountain division, mountain buddy. Like,
1: <laughs> Love Lo was really gracious to model that for us, but he doesn't understand that people... That was listening. a nice twirl. Yeah, it was a yeah, really yeah, nice yeah, twirl. Yeah, no. They can't actually see it. so you have to I know, that's, it a a, that's why I
0: say Roger has a... Roger Merle has a great face for podcasts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we talked about last run, you guys have been doing the columns for quite some time. When did the quips back and forth begin?
0: I'll tell you, this is my recollection. Roger and I were at a party that the Kilty family of Snowmass, Mm -hmm. Patrick and Donna, are gracious enough to host every year. Um, You probably still don't get invited to that anymore. uh, Yeah, yeah, that was the last time. (laughs) So Roger and I were literally standing next to each other, and I suggested, hey, Roger, we should get in a fight in the paper sometime. And he said, hey, that sounds like a good idea. What are we going to fight about? And I said, I'm not sure. Let me think about it. So we came up with some kind of ideas on the cuff, and then two days later, he wrote a column about how bad the snow conditions were. And that, you know, if you think this is good skiing, you're, you don't know what good skiing is. And I wrote a retort to him saying, basically, I think the line in my letter was, you wouldn't know good snow conditions if they crawled up the leg of your Carhartt and bit you on the nut. <laughs> and, and then the, the first, that was how we started. You do. Is conditions. your recollection the same?
1: It's it's pretty close, but I think my recollection is we've been fighting for years, and then we were at that party. That's not debatable. But I said we're, we're always fighting. We may as well try to make some money off it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah turn it into some
0: yeah. Turn it into. And uh, then for enterprise. for me, it, it turned into more of a thing to, to to argue with you, to make fun of people who actually are really nasty to each other in the paper. There are those. As a way of kind of like, this is what we're fighting about is this ridiculous stuff, kind of making light of skiing. Of of, of skiing and why we're all here, and like, let's, hey, let's relax, or let's not take everything so seriously. Nice. You know, that was kind of like, that's where where I come from. It's kind of funny though, because you think, well, who would fight over skiing? But
1: you you write columns about skiing or snowboarding, those are the ones that get the most response and the Mm -hmm. most emotional responses and the most yeah blowback and huh. so it's interesting you know you think we're all just up here having fun but people take it pretty seriously
2: I said I'd, I would ask you the same question you have a most favorite and least favorite column that that Lowe has written
1: uh, you know I, I'm like Lowe he uh, I, I read Low religiously every Saturday that's the first thing I do is grab the paper and he's written so many like I have that it's hard for me to remember any particular one I think they're all pretty good you know um, I guess the ones I, I don't really respond to are the ones about his experiences with drugs and alcohol and stuff in high school. and You know, it's all true and real, but,
0: you know, it's... The kids, I mean, I don't know, if the kids don't really know the columns, but... Sure they do. Yeah,
1: some, yeah they you know, do. Maybe, no, maybe, no maybe. I go up
0: and volunteer. I go up and volunteer at the uh, Aspen High School, and I go in and talk to the, um, to the, to the journalism class. And I... Uh, Get you know, we'll do brainstorming I say hey sit down everyone come up with one idea and let's kind of bounce that around the classroom and um, And the the kids definitely do read the do read the papers and the Aspen High Skier Scribbler is surprisingly good good They had a they they actually did something interesting they published the name of the kid who got hit in a car accident when the local papers wouldn't, mm-hmm. so they're and, well, and, knew and and they speak about they speak about all the big issues going on with the kids vaping, drug use. Uh, uh, they uh, wrote a thing about the uh, uh, the officer Huff getting. Yeah. So it's I would encourage people to uh, locals to 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 check out that Skeeter Scribbler newspaper.
1: Well, I went up and talked to the journalism class one time, but. All the kids wanted to do was to talk about accounting, so I just kept coming back to that. You know, like...
2: <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. How do, so, you guys are, are obviously friends, and you have it out in the paper a little bit, which Isn't is it that entertaining. Obvious?
0: It's obvious. <clears throat> well, okay. today,
2: skiing, uh, I think. Yeah,
0: generally, uh, I, I would say Roger and I grew up in two radically different cliques, okay? I was more of the stoner burnout group, Roger was the jock, the jock oh. group. And he so- had a
2: near death experience. Second-hand smoking, a little bit of marijuana on the track field a few years ago. Yeah, Yeah, I wasn't there, I, but
1: I, I, how did you hear about that? I, got, I read it. You read about it. Well, you know that's a federal offense, by the way. So I was, I was looking out for those lax bros. Yeah, that's true.
2: But well, I, I, I like the I like the difference, you know. Yes. And then you have a column talking about the 40 years of Sony Walkman. And how it got you through an uh, acid trip flying from the city back into Denver. And...
0: Exactly, yeah. So those are experiences that Roger Merle would basically need, like, a flight-for-life helicopter to survive. And I introduced him on as the uh, – we did the election coverage yeah, yeah, for yeah. Grassroots, yeah. and the, the camera went live. They went three, two, one. And I, and I said, here, I, here it's Lo Semple and Roger Merle, the, the only man in Aspen who's never smoked pot. <laughs> That's how I introduced him. And so I – Secretly, I really like strive to get you high one day. Yeah uh, not happen. I, well, <laughs> I, it's dumb. That, that only makes me want to try harder. You have to sneak in yeah. my weedies or something. Yeah, that's that is actually upside. So you're
2: gonna you're gonna try and get him high. He's gonna try and get your books all straightened out for uh, the for yes, the business. To, yeah. yeah, we'll give it a shot. Which
0: is
1: the bigger challenge? <laughs> <laughs>
2: so skiing down that run last time, you guys were reminded of another challenge. Right? The Double oh, Diamond oh, Challenge. Double diamond check,
1: yeah, so, yeah. what was that? Well, that uh, that was a deal my friend John Callahan and I came up with. And it was before they had Bingo Glades and Rayburn and the Cone Dumps and the T-Shoots. And we were just we just were looking at a map one day came and said, let's ski all the Black Diamonds today. So we started doing it and it was like, holy crap, there are a lot of them. There's no way you can do them all in a day without, you know, plotting it out. So we sat down, he's a, he's a computer programmer by education and I'm just a numbers guy. so. We were passing back these iterations on an Excel spreadsheet trying to figure out if it could be compressed, all those runs, into one day between 9 and uh, 345 on lift 6. Hmm. And we finally got what we think where you could do it. And it turns out you have to ski every run nonstop, no stopping for lunch. You fall, you're out. Mm-hmm. And so we set out to do it in one long day, and it worked, but it worked by about two minutes. Yeah. You caught the last right of six. Yeah, Just no, you're literally different. eating. I did the
0: event with these guys, yeah, and weather. it was grueling. It's grueling. I literally, it's crazy. It's, you, you and your buddy should do that. We were going. I, to. I was so desperate at about two o'clock in the afternoon that I literally pissed off of the bell chair. Well, we all did because <laughs> if we gotta piss if, because because if I had stopped, if I had stopped in the woods, these guys would have left me. We had to. You they they, you no, they, were, they would have you, left you behind. You can't it can't was so grueling. I, after I did that event, I went from there uh, home, took a shower, and went to Takasushi downstairs and ate dinner. And I was dehydrated. I could barely make it through dinner. I was sick for three days yeah, after grueling. that event. It compare, was a really I would grueling. It to the 100 it's. Yeah, Eight, I mean, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, getting back to
1: our previous conversation, I was hallucinating.
0: No, and the thing that makes Jesus. it stressful... You no, to stay hydrated. Yeah! Uh-huh. You, well, you know, you bring water and you bring some snacks. Yeah. You know, the you, thing so, that makes it stressful though. is that you do it on a Saturday. Yeah. On a random February-Saturday, regardless of weather, regardless of how many people. You're skiing into the lift lines. Yeah, you're, if you you're not getting like, yeah, you're not like, hi, we're clearing this with the patrol. Yeah, no, no, we're no, no, doing, no. doing the double diamond challenge. Yeah, if you guys could let us go on the ski school line. No. And you're just a normal shit.
1: No, you're
0: like setting the worst possible <laughs> example of how to ski the mountain for, <laughs> for the paying customers. That's what's so awesome. You're like, oh, coming through and, on
1: your left! And you're after just, in your legs are weak and you're bouncing through the bumps just barely hanging on. Just... Barely
0: half people, people like what? They're yeah, like, Yeah, dude, up? take a lesson, <laughs> slow
2: down. Well, a more civilian challenge you can do that is surprisingly longer than you would expect is ride every single lift on Snowmass Mountain.
1: Oh, that would be hard. Oh, that sounds horrible. That's a <laughs> lot. <laughs> hey, this is uh, my friend Tim48. You haven't known him? Yeah, not Highlands guy. He skied. 27 laps on deep temerity last year in one day.
0: What? 27? He showed it to me on that I, yeah. There's a woman. That's crazy, too. There's a woman who's an ambassador here who holds the world record for the most vertical skied. And she did it on Aspen Mountain. The
1: 24 hours of
0: Aspen. No, <laughs> no. This is, which was a really good event. Yeah. I, I, I wish i would bring that back. Record. No, how would you are that up? No, you're, you're going to hear about uh, it when she submitted her thing to. Guinness Book of World Records. She has an app. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, so sidebar there. But uh, I used to love that 24 hours of Aspen. That was cool. You'd see like Reggie Jackson down in the down in the bleachers there. Yeah. It all it was so fun. That I solidified
2: love my love for Aspen Mountain growing up. And we talked about this in our earlier podcast. Sneaking up in the wee hours of the morning and trying to catch the local coverage. I said I'm gonna do that one day. Yeah. And obviously, it was gone before. But uh, we had, we talked about it with Wiley Maple oh, yeah, a few episodes ago. Right. Yeah, those and He was looking forward to doing it, but never got the chance.
0: I've been really enjoying your uh, your podcast series. Yeah, that's, that's and, and, and I think you're you're giving a, a voice to a a younger Aspen generation that's really like dominating Aspen Mountain right now. Twenty years ago, Aspen Mountain was struggling. It was old. There were not a lot of kids. It was fighting with snowboarding and. When you look at how much Aspen Mountain has changed demographically and, and, and energetically in 20 years, uh, I'm, I'm really uh, glad to see that. And also, I think you're tapping into that energetically. So, well, thank good, you. So, good job. Thanks for joining us. You better yeah, get your it's coat been, on yeah, you it. You're going to get left behind it's on this one. It's been a pleasure. hey hit
1: coat.
2: Roger and roll, low sample here with us. And that was a fun one. Greg will be doing a Jimmy's Greg, one nice here soon. Nice to you, Very
1: cool. Yeah. I look forward to it. Great. Thank you, Andrew. That was fun.